Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال الله سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم ان today's khutbah inshallah i will talk about a surah that probably we recite quite often because it is from the 30th juz and one of the shortest surah of the Qur'an which is uh, Surah Al-Masad or also referred as Surah Al-Lahab where Allah Azza wa Jal says Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Tabbat yada abi lahabiyun wa tab ma aghna anhu maluhu wa ma kasab so yasla naran dhat al-Lahab wa muratuhu hammalat al-Hatab in this surah, just a rough translation and the meaning of the surah is that they perished the two hands of Abu Lahab. He was uncle of Rasulullah wasallam, And perish he, his wealth and his children will not benefit him. He will be burned in a, in a fire of blazing flames. And his wife too who carries wood which she used to put on the way of Muhammad or to use, she used to slander also. In her neck is a twisted rope of masad, palm fiber. Allah here has declared the end result of, when you talk about the Abu Lahab, the uncle of Rasulullah To understand the context of the surah, it is important to know when this surah was revealed. This is a Makki surah, meaning it was revealed to Rasulullah in the Meccan era. And it is one of the very first surahs that was revealed to Rasulullah. Prior to Surah Al Lahab or Surah Al Masad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed partially or complete few of the surahs before that that included Surah Al Alaq. اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق سورة المدثر يا أيها المدثر سورة المزمل يا أيها المزمل سورة القلم نون والقلم and سورة الفاتحة that we recite all the time in our salahs الحمد لله رب العالمين now after that سورة المسد was revealed to understand the context of that that uh, in this surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is declaring that what will going to happen to Abu Lahab, the uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, on the day of judgment? 
Let's look at the, uh, the some of the surahs that were revealed prior to that. That included Surah Al-Alaq. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah Azza wa Jal here is talking about Abu Lahab. Do you see the man who has done the tagha? He is rebellious to Allah Azza wa Jal. And he thinks of himself, he is ghani. This taqna that he has everything that he needs. Children, wealth, whatever you need. And indeed he will go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One thing what we see here is, Allah azza wa jal in the beginning of the revelation of the Qur'an, is already talking about those leaders who were going against Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's from the beginning of the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Surah Al-Alaq is the first surah that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu Then we see Surah Al-Qalam, one of the very few, very, very early surahs of the Qur'an, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Walid bin Mughira, one of the leaders at that time of the Quraysh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that do not follow the liars, and they want you to compromise with Muhammad sallallahu with your deen, what you are bringing in, they want you to give in something and they will give in something with you. Of course, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we know he never compromised on the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He never changed anything that was given to him. He conveyed as the message was given to him to the mankind. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this leader, Walid bin Mughira, as well, who was he? Wala mahin. He is a halaf in maheen. The one who takes different kind of health, different kind of oath, and he's a liar when he takes the, uh, 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 the, the, the oath over and over. Hamaz al-Mashayim bin Amim. And he is the one who, is, who, who slander people. And he's the one who will be backbiting and doing the namima behind the backs of the people of Muhammad And he's the one who would stop or prevent any kind of a khair that can happen. And he is a, he is, he is a sinner. And not only that, he's a cruel person, harsh person. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also declaring that he is an illegitimate child. Talking about Walid bin Mughira. See, what we see in these two surahs, or in the, in the other one, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala surah talks about Walid bin Mughira again. Leave him alone with me. I will take care of this guy. Talking about Walid bin Mughira. وَجَعَلْتُ لَهُ مَعْلًا مَمْدُودًا And he has a lot of wealth. وَبَنِينَ شَهُودًا And he has a lot of children, the sons that he is proud of. Allah says, leave him alone with me. This is between me and him. This is personal. By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But what we see here is something interesting when we talk about Surah Al-Lahab that was revealed. In all those surahs, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is only hinting about these, uh, the, the, these leaders of the Quraysh who were creating barriers towards Rasulullah sallallahu towards the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa They were trying to make Rasulullah do some sort of a compromise with the deen that Allah subhanahu wa sent him with. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevented Rasulullah sallallahu to make any kind of compromise and he conveyed the deen as is. But when it came to Abu Lahab, it is a different story we see. Then when it comes to Abu Lahab, the uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned him by name. Not only is mentioned by his name, but the whole surah is under his name. We refer to that as Surah Al-Lahab or Surah Al-Masad. Referring to himself or the actions that his wife will be doing on the day of judgment in the, in the, in, in, in the Nar for his own husband. 
Now, why was it like that? When we see the seer of Rasulullah in the beginning of the da'wah, Rasulullah he called up his family members. And he climbed one of the mountains, and he went and he started calling people towards the mountain, and so he can convey them the message of Islam. And uh, in that hadith, one of the hadith that is mentioned by Bukhari, it says that Rasulullah he climbed one of the mountains and he started calling people and all those different kinds of uh, different tribes. And he says, So all the Quraysh they gathered. And another report talks about he started calling them by different tribes' names. When they gathered, and he said to, to, said to them, If I tell you that there is an army that is going to attack you from behind the mountain, would you accept that? So this is Naam. Then Rasulullah said, that I am a nadir, I am a warner who was letting you know about a severe punishment. When Abu Lahab, he heard that, and he said, Is this why you gathered us? And he said to Rasulullah that you perish, may, may, may you be perished. Then Allah Azza wa Jal revealed this ayah, the, the surah. That Not that Rasulullah is going to perish, but the hand of Abu Lahab and Abu Lahab himself, he is the one who's going to be perished. And when his wife, when she heard about that this surah has been revealed in which himself, her husband and her were rebuked. So she was looking for Rasulullah One of the reports talk about that. She was screaming and cursing out and looking for Rasulullah And Rasulullah was sitting there in front of her. And Abu Bakr was sitting next to him. And he told Rasulullah that she is coming on our way. And Rasulullah said, don't worry about it, she will not see. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevented her to see Rasulullah to the point, she came to Abu Bakr and asked him about Rasulullah Then she said, I heard that there is something Muhammad is saying about me and my husband. And Abu Bakr declined. He said no. And the Mufassirin say, Abu, Lahab, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu he was not lying at that time. Because even though he was aware of that Surah Al-Lahab was revealed, that's talking about Abu Lahab and his wife, but he said no because it's not Muhammad Muhammad who said this? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who said this. Muhammad sallallahu was just reporting what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Abu Lahab, Abu Lahab and his wife. So, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an declined and then she went away. Now the point is, why am I bringing this Surah Al-Lahab uh, today in today's khutbah? The reason is this. Look, this is... From the beginning of the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this is the sixth surah that was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu And prior to these surahs, we see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Abu Jahl in Surah Al-Alaq, Surah Al-Mudassir, and Surah Al-Qalam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Walid bin Mughira. According to some reports, talk about Ahnaz bin Shuraiq, Af bin Wail. These are the leaders of the Quraysh, and they were the ones who were creating 
all sorts of hardships for the da'wah of Muhammad sallallahu whether it was physical barriers or they were causing some sort of mental or psychological torture to Rasulullah sallallahu and the Sahaba. And these are the people who were raising these kind of voices. A lot of time, when we talk about Islam, and we try to connect the da'wah of Islam to the today's reality, many of the brothers and sisters, they say, brothers, why do you have to talk about what the leaders of the world are doing in the khutbs? Now look at what Rasulullah was doing. Look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the beginning of the da'wah. So if we are not doing the da'wah the way Muhammad sallallahu did, what are we doing then? Are we trying to come up with our own way of da'wah? Do we think that we can do the da'wah of Islam better than Muhammad sallallahu We know that he was the messenger of Allah and he conveyed the message in the best possible manner. Hence we have to call the spade the spade. We have to show the world the reality of the world. It's not, Islam was not revealed as, a, as, as a, some spiritual thing. That you just keep it to the masajid. Or call it as, as, as a, in a secular way that we talk about Islam in our boundaries of the houses or the masjid. When the salah comes or the fasting comes and all those things, the rituals or spiritual things come. Yes, we talk about Islam. When it comes to our life affairs, then we put the life in the back pocket. If that's all we think of it, this is not the Islam Muhammad brought. Muhammad brought the Islam, which was a comprehensive way of life, to take the people out of the darkness into the light of Islam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Muhammad with. And hence, when we call the people towards Islam, we have to call towards Islam as a comprehensive way of life. Let's not fool ourselves and think that if I don't talk about certain parts of Islam, people may like me. This is not our job, that people like us or not. Our job is to convey the haqq. Muhammad did not hide Suratul Lahab away from the people, even though this is just the beginning of the da'wah. Six surah revealed to Muhammad Oh, let's not talk about that, people are not ready yet. This is not what he did. Any time of the life of Muhammad we take, we will find he always said whatever was revealed to him and he conveyed to the people. He never kept anything to himself. He was not, as one of the ayahs in the Quran referred to as Rasulullah was not a donin. He was not a donin, the one who keeps the message of Islam to himself and just picking and choosing, conveying the ones, that the, the, the message that people would like. Look, the Islam came to change the reality, to change the situation of the world, change the society. Islam did not come to the world so the message will be altered according to the reality. Or to, change, to, to be changed so we can fit into the society. We understand that the only way the mankind as a whole can be successful in this dunya and the akhirah, if we follow the message from the creator of the heavens and the earth as a whole and not in parts and bits. The moment we start doing that, then we should be prepared to understand that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about those people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you take the part of the book and reject the other part, then you are going to have 
khizi, a humiliation in this dunya, and going to have a severe punishment on the day of judgment. And what we are commanded is to come ent- enter into Islam completely. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, udkhulu fi silmi kafah. وَلَا تَتَّبَعُوا خُطُوَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ إِنَّهُ لَكُمْ عَدُوٌ مُبِينٌ Oh, you who believe, enter into Islam completely. And if you're not entering into it completely, then, in, then, then the shay, this is the shaitan's khutuwat, that these are the footsteps of the shaitan that we are following. Because anything other than Islam is deviation. فَمَاذَ بَعْدَ الْحَقِّ إِلَّا الدَّلَالِ What do you have after haqq? It is nothing but deviation. It is the path of the shaitan. If it's not the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is the path of the shaitan that people are following. And we have to convey, we have to enter ourselves into Islam as a comprehensive way of life. And when we are talking about Surah Lahab, to think of this way, there, there are many Abu Lahab today, there are many Abu Jahl out there today, there are many Abu Walid bin Mughira, Ahnaz bin Shuraih, As bin Wail are out there. So they have to be named. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many places did not even name the name. He just gave the qualities of those people, the attributes of those people. And those attributes exist in many other people today as well. Hence when we are carrying Islam, we have to let the people know so they are aware of it. What Islam is about, and it's a way of life that has to be lived by. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah, are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.